Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gore Gab. I am your host, Uncle Ponyboy, and I am here with, for the first time in a while... It's been a minute. Uh, DJ Gill. Sorry to have been absent. Life has been hectic. You're so full of shit. You don't care about Gore Gab. Not, no, yeah, not in the slightest, uh, honestly. Gore Gab sucks. Everything about this podcast is pure garbage. So how, how have you been? Uh, pretty good. Uh, just traveling, playing music, and working. Traveling? Been touring? No. <laughs> no, no. Oh, you mean traveling separate from playing music? Yeah, traveling and playing music at home. So, so you're playing... I got you. Yeah, I... So you're just traveling for funsies. Always, yeah. But you're playing music at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, locally. Right. Not at home. Not just like concerts in my house. See, that was confusing because I thought you meant like you were chilling at home playing music, but also traveling on the side. No. So that's all you... Okay. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. No, no. Not what's happening? No. So, hopefully everyone has recovered from the Wishmaster episode. Oh, man. That movie is amazing. I have not seen it. I'm disappointed that you missed out on that. Yeah, I feel like I need to watch it now. You should. You should. Well, and I, we had talked about maybe uh, at some point in the near future bringing uh, my brother on and doing a three-way oh, uh, yeah. wait podcast episode. Yeah. Um, not sexual. Yeah. Uh, not a sexual encounter. Unfortunate. Ooh. If Get, you know what I mean. Getting freaky. Yes. Anyway, this week we are going to talk about the... Uh, 1996 masterpiece. Oh my gosh, Uncle Sam. So, so give Uncle me your initial <laughs> Sam. This is our fourth of Ju- fourth of July episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, this is our special fourth uh, of July edition of Gorgab. So we decided to do a patriotic movie. Yes, uh, Uncle Sam. Also, you can watch this for free on YouTube. Yes, which is very unpatriotic of us. Yeah, it is very because. Capitalism should not allow that. No, they should. That person should probably go to prison for the rest of their lives. Honestly, true. So, what are what were your initial initial thoughts on Uncle Sam? So, honestly, like this kind of plays as like a Donald Trump handbook. <laughs> like, um, definitely, like maybe like two years ago, this would have been like I would have found this funny. Uh, but honestly, now it's all too real. Now it's just too real, and it reminds me so much of like the brainwashing, uh, and really the de- I mean, this movie actually accurately captures the feeling that like I feel like most Trump supporters have. We're getting political on Gorgab right yeah, now. Yeah, and maybe we shouldn't, but I mean, I mean, I don't really care. You can say whatever the hell you want. Yeah, to. no, I mean, I, n- not to. Af- I don't mean to offend anyone. I just it's just one of those things where it is very like. Um, rooted in alt-right uh, ideology. Yeah, well, there's this very, like, uh, there's like a sense of false patriotism throughout the whole movie, which I think is very relevant to a lot of stuff that's happening right now in America. Right. This movie, well, yeah, definitely it's like, it's kind of scary how topical it is right now, considering that it's a piece of shit movie that came out <laughs> in 1998. I guess. It's 96. 96. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I, re- I remember like, I mean, maybe, that, your- 
Maybe that was at the time that, I mean, maybe that was also, because that was kind of when, at the time where we went from Bush to Clinton, right? I don't yeah. know exactly what year that was, but it was probably around the same time. Uh, and so I'm sure there was a lot of political turmoil around then as well. Well, and it's, like I said, there's a lot of like false patriotism in it where, you know, I don't want to go too in, in depth until we get there, but there, I mean, it's just, I definitely understand what you're saying. There's definitely like this, it, it's almost like a propaganda piece, you know, like, I mean, if you're, and if you're going into this expecting some just like great slasher movie, it's you're not, you're not it's gonna really get it. It's really not a good slasher movie. Well, and I, I had read a, I had read several articles before we watched it where people had said like, "Man, I went into this thinking it was gonna be a piece of shit," and then I watched it and was like, really impressed with it, and it was way better than I thought it was gonna be, and it is not good. No, it wasn't good. Uh, I mean, we'll get into all the gore and stuff. But I mean, really, there wasn't that much gore that was even good. It was cheesy. Yeah, well, there there was a there were a couple decent scenes in there that kind of had like a cool little uh, some cool yeah. effects, but it wasn't anything like yeah, definitely. I, I saw I saw multiple multiple people say like, "Dude, this is uh, there's got some great gore scenes in it," and it's I would say no, no, absolutely not. It's a pretty tame by slasher standards, even. Yeah, and I just I but yeah, I mean, I just had this very odd feeling after watching it of like. This is a piece of shit. The acting's terrible. The story is terrible, but somehow it actually strikes a nerve. Yeah, yeah. Just and I think it's just because of the current political climate. Like legitimately today I was thinking about how like one year ago everyone was playing Pokemon Go <laughs> and like people were like all like everyone was outside and like people random people were talking to people because they had something to talk about with, because like you just have these like big groups of people out and stuff and how a year ago like Pokemon so Pokemon Go was out there was more of there was just this weird social thing going on and like the election hadn't happened yet so in everybody's mind I think the thought of like Donald Trump being president was still far fetched everybody thought it was like a joke right and then like so I was just thinking about literally today about how like that was a year ago yeah oh yeah and, like everything's changed so much since then because like i said if i watched this movie a year ago i'd probably been like america yeah <laughs> like back when that was still a funny joke and now like you realize that there's just like people that are actually like that literally the other day i was at walmart and there was a massive diesel truck that had like a wrap on the tailgate and it was just the Declaration of Independence. And then there was like a bunch of NRA stickers. Dude, I see so many people with like full Confederate flag rear windshields right. around here. But that's Oklahoma, I guess. I, it's just what it's whatever. Like you kind of, I don't know. It's just like back a year ago, that stuff was just like, no, well, those are just like, that's like a. That goofy small, redneck guy. Yeah, a small minority, and now it's like this is something that's in the news all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Literally every social media feed is uh, has something to do with like racism. Not that it shouldn't, because, I mean, that's an important topic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, a year ago, those topics were just not as 
mainstream as they are now. And well, so, anyways, it, it seems like since since he's been elected, man, there's been just like a an, a, a massive influx of just horrible pieces of shit jumping on like every comment section. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People aren't aren't afraid to say the stuff that they used to not say. Yeah. I mean. And so, like, if I, mean, I hear the word libtard one more time in oh, my life, snowflakes. Yes. Oh my god. So, anyways, let's not really get too far into yeah, that we're because about, we're about <laughs> good times here. Yeah. At I'm just saying that's like the the current like political and social climate is very like it. It definitely like this movie speaks to that, and uh, not in really a good way. Just like. Because typically movies and like any sort of art is typically an escape from that, I would say. Uh, and so when we t- when we turn on a Gorgab movie, I'm expecting for an hour and a half shit show of just something that like is going to completely have nothing to do with my real life. Be- beers and laughs right. is, what, is what it's all about. And this movie, it was like, I think, like you said, man, I think I think if I would have watched this like a year ago, I probably would have laughed my ass off through the whole thing. But this time, it was like. This is real. Yeah. Like there are kids that are like this kid, which yes. we'll, we'll get into that. But and I think, yeah, again, I don't know. I mean, I still laughed. There no, was, yeah, there's yeah. some funny parts. There's some funny stuff in it. So, Uncle Sam, 1996, directed by William Lustig, who did uh, Maniac, the original Maniac. Uh, That's a kind of held as, regarded as a classic, right? Dude, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, very violent crazy movie if you've never seen the original i know you, you've seen the one with elijah wood right i'm i haven't watched it i've seen parts of it but i've okay. never sat down and watched the whole thing so he also did the maniac cop series which is i wasn't a huge fan of the maniac cop movies i know a lot of people see those as kind of like you know trash classics from the 80s too but i i never got into those very much and it was written by larry cohen actually who did who wrote phone booth and uh, with Ke- cellular, was Keanu? Who is he? No, it's uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Okay, same same difference. difference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's immediately what I thought. Same, Act- pretty much the same guy. Actually, to be fair, Colin Farrell is a much better actor than Keanu. And I love Keanu. Reeves. I do too. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love Keanu Reeves. He's a terrible actor. Speaking though. of that, I just I just saw John Wick Chapter Two, which was fucking amazing. Right, and that's what's great about those is he doesn't have to act. Yeah, he's just like I'm John Wick. Right, basically, that's where he's best, or when he's oh, acting yeah. like a like a complete stoner. Yeah, and Bill and Ted. So like every just normal uh, Keanu Reeves speaking yes. moments. Yeah, well, and like I mean, literally, Point Break is one of my top five movies of all time. Oh, dude, I love Point Break, man. And I, he and he does not have like a great performance in that movie. No, oh, so. Swayze, man, it's all about Swayze. Oh, Swayze. And what, what's Laura, uh, Lori Petty? Yeah. She's it, great too, man. Um, uh, Gary, in the army now. Gary Busey. <laughs> oh, yes. Gary yes. Busey always kills it for me you, whenever he's... You can't go wrong with that. That was like before Busey. he went crazy. Like, I mean, he was always crazy, but that was before... I think he had like a motorcycle accident or something that just literally messed his head up. Well, yeah, and he was in a, like Predator 2. He was, yeah. I, love, I love him in Predator 2. Uh, so, he, I think he actually was a, a good actor because he... No, he was like, yeah, and then it just like he's kind of like right up there with like the John Travolta, Nick Cage, where they're like so insane that they that makes them good actors because they get so into the roles. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, John Travolta, man, telling you, Nick Cage, he's a crazy motherfucker. Anyway, do you want to talk about Uncle Sam? Yeah, yeah, let's get back. We can talk about Uncle Sam. Okay, so Uncle Sam, it starts out in uh, Kuwait. 
on it just gives us a date. Doesn't give us a year. It says Kuwait fourteen. June fourteenth. So I'm assuming it's hmm, present day. Yeah. I mean that's what yeah. So what, nineteen ninety six? Even is, though this movie definitely looks like it was made in nineteen eighty four. Yes, it does. And that's what the I mean, the visionary like there's this movie, I don't know if the director knew that this would eventually, like, you could watch this later on in life, and it would be so, like, close to what's going on. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, definitely not on purpose. But, yeah, no. no, you definitely get, I mean, okay, so there's a crashed helicopter yeah. in Kuwait. So there's these, like, and it show, there's these guys riding up in, like, a uh, like, like a Humvee or whatever, and there's some old-ass dude that sounds, his voice, he sounds like he's dying. Like, he runs, he's like, I don't want to hear that crap. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be. I don't want to hear that crap. Yeah, like, he sounds like a, uh, he's like a sick cookie monster, basically. So, basically, they come up on this uh, this helicopter crash. They're, like, investigating. They, we find out that it was it was friendly fire that killed this guy, right? Yes, and so they decide they need to cover up the fact that it was friendly fire. Yeah, so any survivors of the helicopter accident are going to be shot. Well, they, so one of the guys, the non-sergeant or whatever the old uh, Cookie Monster guy is, walks up to the helicopter and he looks at the guy's dog tags and it says um, Master Sergeant Sam Harper. Right. Hence Uncle Sam. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, so he says, <laughs> then all of a sudden the dude that's obviously dead in the helicopter jumps up grabs the guy around the neck and just like spins his whole fucking head around like just snaps his neck and spins his head around backwards accurate yeah and uh then he <laughs> sticks his gun up to the guy's chest and shoots through him to kill the whatever the other the old the guy general is. or whatever he is yeah and he says don't be scared it's only friendly fire and then <laughs> dies and then dies yes and that's pretty much that's the intro that is the in, that's the intro to this incredible incredible movie if you couldn't tell already so first of all we jump right into some credits here that are like the most patriotic credits i've ever seen yeah it's literally just like it's I just like did the of Olympics a theme, that's fine. <laughs> yeah whatever i mean that could, patriotic you can be yeah you can be patriotic with the olympics oh yeah that's when I'm most patriotic. USA, USA. Buvuzelas. <laughs> That's World Cup. I don't know what I'm talking about. So there's a lot of like, there's just a lot of old like uh, like ads, like television ads of Uncle Sam, basically. So it's like all this old military propaganda from like the 40s and 50s. Yeah, and I, so I think by the end of the movie, we're going to realize that the idea is that patriot, like overblown patriotism is a bad thing. Yeah, but we just spend so much of the movie getting overblown patriotism that it almost feels like a, like it is overblown patriotism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the time you figure out that it's like there's like some kind of weird lesson to it, it's like the last like couple of minutes of the movie. I mean, it's not like the whole movie you think that it, anyway. Yeah, it's just like you think this this like really patriotic thing and it's like fucked up wrong patriotism. Yeah. So Anyways, let's get back to the plot here. We cut to Twin Rivers, USA. Now it's, it gives us a date of July 1st. Still 
No year and no state. No year, no state. I don't know where this is happening. So we cut to this little boy in his room. This is a Jody Baker. This is the main the main character. He's having a patriotic as fuck dream. He is literally the worst fucking person in the world. Dude, I <laughs> I've never wanted to, like Oh, I know. I've never wanted to punch a fucking kid as much as I wanted to punch him. Well, I think he's supposed to be the likable character in the movie too, and I literally like wanted him to die. Right. I don't think I've ever watched a movie and wanted a little kid to die. This is the one. It he it's all his fault. So he's got a picture of a a picture in a frame next to his bed. It's signed Uncle Sam, basically. So he he's having this patriotic dream. Uh, the picture frame just randomly falls off of the bed of of his dresser and lands on the floor, and he gets up out of bed and steps on the glass, which cuts his foot open, and then he bleeds on the picture. On the picture. So I don't know if this is like a. It's pretty ambiguous as to what actually brought Uncle Sam back to life in this movie, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming never, this had something to do with it. Never quite explained. No, not at all, actually. Really, all good movies are built off of vague details and inconceivable plots. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one's just has terrible writing, so... <clears throat> all of the above. Every single bit of it. So, the kid wakes up, cuts his foot, goes and tells his mom, and... uh his mom, his mom's talking about how he, Uncle Sam has been gone for years. So I was really confused watching this because, you know, the first date was what June fourteenth, no year, and then it says July first, and his mom's talking about Uncle Sam like he's been gone for fucking ever, and how young Jody was. Which my guess is that she's talking about since he left for the army. Yeah, and like I guess they hadn't heard from him since then. <clears throat> so his mom's name is Sally for, you know, future. Reference, not like any of these people matter. In no, this literally, movie at yeah, all. literally nobody except Uncle Sam and even even the main characters are only in it like they're fodder, basically, yeah, basically. like like just to fill the scenes out. So we have a quick little scene where uh, there's this police officer. His name is uh, Deputy Burke, and he's trying to just bone the chick, bone the chick out of some chick, bone the chick out of chick. <laughs> He's trying to bone some chick in his police cruiser. Turns out it is Uncle Sam's ex-wife. Ex-wife. So I guess because he's dead. Yeah. So this cop's trying to. He, so he's literally. Widow. He's literally trying to get. Because I don't think she left him. Right. It's just that he's dead now. So she. They don't even know he's dead yet. Yeah. So she thinks he's still alive somewhere so overseas. Is she, is, is she an ex-wife? She's still married to him. She's still married to. So she's. Trying to turn him into a cuckold. Yeah, basically, yes. This is what happens to all uber patriotic people as well. Is cuck. Th- th- their wives cheat on them. Just cuck. Right. Yeah. So they they take that as a warning. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't join the military unless you want your wife to bone. No, 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 no. Not, not if you're in the military. <laughs> I'm saying when you're like overly like just a douchebag. Well, yeah. About like America. Well, yeah. Then your wife cheats on you. Yeah, that's a guaranteed. Yes. I wonder if we'll lose listeners on this episode. I'm absolutely certain we will. Uh, That's fine, though. I don't want those people to listen to us anyway. I mean, obviously, like, I mean, we have fairly liberal views, but... uh, Well, I think from the start, our whole thing on this anyway has just been like, we're going to say whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, and I just, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not necessarily, I just, yeah. 
I'm not trying to please anyone. Right. No, but I just want to make clear that I don't think that if you're in the army, you're a bad person. It's the... Oh, no, no, no. It's the... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> is that it's the, it has to do more along the lines of like with your... Uh, just like how you act. Yeah. Like your beliefs. So like if Seth Points ever gets married, his wife will cheat on him. A- absolutely. Yeah. Des- yeah. And okay. it will be deserved. I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just wanted to make sure that he knows that. Even though he was yeah, he wasn't in the army or He's anything. in Cancun right now. Yeah. Being as douchey as humanly possible. I wish he got stung by a stingray. <laughs> that happened to me, guys. That happened to Ryan. Recently. I'm sorry, Uncle Pony Boy. <laughs> that is not my name. <laughs> so this cop's trying to give this chick the D while on duty. He tries to get her to like go, like let him come inside while he's on duty. So classic yeah. police officer move. Also a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. So her name is Louise. This is Uncle Sam's wife. Uh, some some old military guy shows up at her front door to let her know that they have found Uncle Sam dead. So however long this has been. Oh oh wait wait. She says it's been three years. So this is where you find out. I don't know if he disappeared for three years. They say they yeah. found his body in a helicopter. It's ambiguous. Like, I, like maybe there's like maybe hints that he had like gone AWOL. Yeah. And, or like was just like doing shit he shouldn't be doing for like three years. But he basically, I think what it is is basically that, I don't know, maybe that's what it was supposed to be. But I interpreted it as he just like went over to Kuwait and loved killing terrorists. Yeah, and yeah, didn't even call home for three years. Yeah, like he just—that's what I thought. Like I, I thought that he had just like disappeared in Kuwait for three years and nobody knew what happened to right. him. Or maybe I mean, I guess it could. But possibly... how would they not know what happened to him if he's in the fucking military? It's not like he just disappeared. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. That well, and <laughs> I was about to say like maybe he like they waited like three years to tell her, but that's fucking stupid because they bring his body. Yeah, and yeah. it's not a skeleton. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. yeah. There's still flesh on his. Yeah, bones. so n- never mind. So yeah, it literally just doesn't make sense. Larry Cohen, you fucked this one up, man. Yes. I hope I hope Larry Cohen is one of our uh, five dedicated listeners. five listeners. So we we cut to a real quick scene here where we get our first look at uh, Isaac Hayes is in this movie. He plays uh, Sergeant Jed Crowley. He's just uh, standing in his bedroom with like a strobe light. It's like pitch black and there's like a red blinking light on his face and he's putting on like his full military garb and there's like bombs and shit on his bed. This scene literally has nothing to do with anything else. Who is this? Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. Okay. Chef. Yeah, he is a former (laughs) military guy. Wow. Right. You're just taking, you're just taking over for Seth points in the belch department. You know. As uh, soon as you start just busting nasty ass farts constantly, then you'll be full blown Seth points. Not tonight. <laughs> Maybe some other time. Uh, where, what was I talking? Oh, anyway, Isaac Hayes. I, Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Uh, he is like a former military guy, and he we find out later that he's the one that convinced Uncle Sam to join the military. Yeah, yeah. He like told him all these like like stories War of stories, glory. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and made him want to join up. So. Just a quick, like, just basically like an intro scene to him. Uh, we get a we get a short scene of uh, Jody, the little boy, just literally being 
obsessed as fuck with the military. He's sitting at the the table for breakfast and he's eating cereal and he's literally like out loud acting out this war comic like and he is into it. And he's just pouring fucking milk out of his mouth while he's taking bites like some kind of fucking this kid Neanderthal. is a straight human trash heap. He is, man. He's terrible. I I I honestly like I fucking hate him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't like him at all. Like I said, he was like the first kid in a movie that I literally just wanted to be killed. I it's not that I want him to be killed, it's that I want to kill him. Yeah. With your bare hands. Yes. Like, yeah, definitely. I will strangle that nine year old. Yeah, not like a, like I hope something bad happens to him. Like I fucking want yeah. to be in control of his life. Conversations like this is what got uh Seth points kicked off of the podcast by his, his ex girlfriend. I think we don't know that. I know. I'm just making that up. Probably. <laughs> that's, that's probably what happened. So, so sorry, Seth. Sorry, Seth. I love you. So there's a um, the scene where Luis, which is Uncle Sam's wife, shows up to talk to Jody's mom, Sally, and tell her that they found Uncle Sam dead. And so it turns out Uncle Sam and Jody's mom are brother and sister, which hints the uncle in uh, Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. Yeah. So we get a, we get a, I don't know, man, there's a bunch of like inconsequential shit that happens. Yeah, Jody's mean, in school. His, he calls his teacher a pussy, basically. Yeah, because he wasn't in the military. Yeah, because he, like, protested the Vietnam War. It's yeah, it's classic, like, meathead shit, Yeah, basically. he's, like, he's yeah. just, like... From a nine-year-old. Right, he's basically, like, if you don't like violence, then you're a pussy. Yeah, and, and like, he, the teacher tells him, like, well, yeah, I didn't... The Vietnam War was going on whenever I was, you know, old enough to enlist, and I protested it because, you know, it was a shitty war, and we shouldn't have been there, and, and Jody's just like, well, Uncle Sam says you're a coward. So, you know, he's a he's a really nice kid, basically. Brain, I mean, he's straight brainwashed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At this point. Yeah. So they bring, which I thought this was kind of weird, is this like, I mean, I guess it's like a wake, but they bring Uncle Sam's body in a coffin and put it in... Uh, Sally's house. First of all, why isn't it in his wife's house? It's in his sister's house. His sister lives with... Is this some weird military code I don't know about? His sister and his wife live in the same house. I thought they lived like next to each other. No, they live in the same house. Oh, well, I didn't notice that. I believe. <laughs> just, it makes just, more sense if we if We'll we just that. say they live together. Yeah, yeah. We'll just pretend that that is what's going on because it makes more sense. It, it makes more sense. So, Jody, there's some more weird shit with this fucking kid. He wants to touch the coffin, and he tries to open it, and they're like, hey. Don't do that. Don't touch the dead body inside of the coffin. So, right. now this old, like, military guy shows up that sounds like, he sounds like he's dumb as a fucking rock, basically, and, oh, no, it's the guy that told her that, um. Yeah, same guy that Sam's showed up head. creepily on the front porch. Yeah. It cuts to him, and he's in like a hotel room, and he is... So it turns out he's just this giant piece of shit that is fucking the grieving wives of dead soldiers. He says he says that's why he took the job, and he talks about how much he loves the job, and he says he's batting 750 with the bereaved. Mm. So... Yep. Those... Legit nice guy. Just good people. He's just taking care... So, so, as you can tell at this point, there's literally nobody in this movie... 
Everyone is a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, except maybe Jody's mom is okay. Uh, yeah, what's her name? Sally. Sally. Yeah. Uh, what's her name in Halloween? No, no, that's that's not her. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was wrong about that. Oh. Okay. I mean, PJ Souls is in this. Oh, I don't. She, she plays a little blind boy's mom. Uh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, Barry. Barry. Barry Cronin. We'll talk about Barry later. So. There's this, man, there's this whole thing with, like, uh, Jody's mom. Sally's uh, her boyfriend. He's a fucking lawyer or something. None of it matters. There's a whole bunch of shit that literally has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, there's a, there is a lot of characters for a movie with such a simple, simple plot. Yeah, and so, like, there's a scene, like, it goes to the next day. There's a scene. They're having the wake. For uh, for Uncle Sam, and this is when Jody and Isaac Hayes' character uh, Jed Crowder sit down, and Jed tells him that he wished he never had told Uncle Sam to go into the military. Yeah, because he, he took bad. him hunting one time. And, but Uncle Sam was always mean. He always was violent. Yeah. He loved the shit out of killing things. Uh, so like anybody that. that hunts, basically, I mean, you have to enjoy it. Yeah, no, I mean, legitimately, hunting is, like, you have to be cool with, like, killing shit. Well, listen, I want to make something very fucking clear. Nobody in modern-day America goes hunting to feed their families. They go hunting because they like to kill shit. Yeah, I mean, you can... They may eat it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, right, they eat it, and, and it. granted, it is, I mean, I guess maybe cheaper than, like... Normal meat, yeah, but by after, the time... After you pay $1,000 to have it butchered if yeah, you're not doing it and yourself. Then, and then you do all the, you know, you gotta pay for deer tags and a hunting license and yeah, all that. Your gas to drive 400 miles to your favorite spot. Your gun. Beer. Uh, yeah, American I mean, flags to hang from the back of your truck. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily have anything against hunting like deer. I mean, like that's something that needs to be done because of overpopulation, all that shit. <laughs> I feel like I just like was talking massive shit on hunting which i'm not really i'm just you know making it, jokes. i mean you get into the like hunting for sport like i mean again the like people who like hunt big game for no fucking reason oh yeah i mean like if you're killing giraffes to take pictures <laughs> or, with them that's like, a problem i mean like lions cheetahs yeah any of that shit it's really pointless and it's just because you like to kill shit so we missed something here. Jody at one point goes down and he unlocks the coffin that Uncle Sam's in, right? That's ha that happens like yeah. the night before the wake yes. or something like that. He goes down and just unlocks it for whatever reason. So anyway, the wake happens. We cut to uh, these guys in a graveyard, a bunch of like drunk teenagers burning an American flag and they're twisting it around their heads like a helicopter. Which makes me believe that Twin Rivers is in North Carolina. NC, huh? PD Pablo reference. I don't know. You didn't get about. it? Oh, man. Man, I thought about that last night and was like, man, this is going to be a good one. What, what are you talking about? PD Pablo, the song? <laughs> Take your shirt off. Twist it around your head. Spin it like a helicopter. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. You don't know that song? I mean,. Vaguely, but like I've literally uh, never listened to it. My joke went right over DJ Gill's head just now. I, listen, between the years of 2000 and probably 2009, I was completely checked out on any music 
that wasn't hair metal. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. So, I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't listen to any rap or pop music. So, uh, check the Gorgab Twitter later for a picture of Daniel with his hair metal hair. You have one of those. I have multiple, oh. and they are amazing. Oh, so great. <laughs> so they um. They're dancing around in the graveyard. They're twisting the, the flag around their head, spinning it in a big circle. Oh, yeah. So these guys are just basically like dicking off in a cemetery. Yeah. Burning American flags. Yeah. And <laughs> Which I don't... I mean, I don't know. Growing up myself, that was never a pastime. No. No. Absolutely not. Because, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. See, like... I don't know. Like, yeah, I just don't know. I feel like you're digging really deep into this. I don't know. It's yeah. It's just not a thing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like kids burn American flags in graveyards. In graveyards uh, in like some areas, but that shit doesn't happen in like the South, really. I guess unless they're burning American flags because they think the rebel flag is the one true American flag. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, but then I feel like Uncle Sam would be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Sam's cool with it. But then again, Isaac Hayes <laughs> is his mentor. That is also so maybe true. racism doesn't really come into, uh, but it does because that goes along with like his whole idealism. True. So I stopped listening to you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't even know what you're saying fine. anymore. I'm basically, <laughs> I'm basically just trying to work out in my mind whether or not Uncle Sam was racist because he has like that. De- he definitely has that like Southern attitude towards America. Like America, yeah, yeah, and like patriotism and stuff, but, <clears throat> but yeah, but he, but he's not like, I don't think he necessarily is racist. So would you say like seven out of ten is racist? I, he doesn't do anything racist, <laughs> no, I know. but like I just like at this point, like that, like he has the ideals that nine times out of ten go along with racism. Yeah. So. No, I, yeah, no, I totally agree. He, he may be the exception to the rule. So they, <laughs> but anyway, so I, I, I don't know. Anyways, kids burning American flags in a graveyard, a, like a cemetery, for reasons unknown. Well, and it it turns out they're doing it on Uncle Sam's grave. Yeah. So fuck America. So, <laughs> so this is what kind of confused me. Uh, his is body? it that that brought him back to life, or was it the blood okay. on the picture? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they never like. There's no clear. <clears throat> and were they doing this because it was his grave and he was killed over there? Was this like a protest? <laughs> right. Which I, I don't know. I don't, was, think, where I don't think Larry Cohen knows. This was like kind of around the like. This was slightly after Desert Storm, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Was there like. Was there a lot of like protest against Desert Storm among teenagers? No, I mean not that I know of. Like, I mean, but I, know, I was like, I know, I was, you know, in the '60s, like teens, and, oh yeah, like, yeah, young adults protested the war, but that's because they were being drafted. I don't, I wasn't old enough for Desert Storm to know. Like, yeah, what, I was like was, seven. I'm sure it was opposed by a lot of people. I didn't even know what Desert Storm was until I was like 17 years old. Right. So I don't know. I'm just kidding. That's not true. But like, I mean, I I was young enough that I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, right. I had no idea. So, Uncle Sam 
But yeah, they. Bur- I mean, they burn the flags at his grave, and Uncle Sam awakes, awakes, awakens. Yeah, he awakens and shows up at the graveyard. Uh, he has yellow turd eyes. He looks. <laughs> that's not what I meant to say. He looks like a turd. With, with yellow, yellow eyes. eyes. He doesn't have, not yellow turd eyes. Yellow I've never had a yellow eyes. poop in my life. I, I don't really, honestly, I like, so yeah, that's how he shows up. It's like, he's burnt, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but from, he wasn't that burnt whenever they found him. No, I, so I don't know, I don't know, but basically he's like, he's just covered in doo-doo, and he has yellow eyes, and he, so two of the guys have gone yeah, and one of them is still hanging out there, and he's Uncle, taking a piss or yeah, something. He's taking a piss, and Uncle Sam kills him. Wait, we missed something. So is it important? It is. Okay, because it's fucking stupid. Uncle Sam wakes up, goes into Jody's bedroom, and Jody's got like this box under his bed that's got all Uncle Sam's medals in it and stuff. Do you remember this? Yeah. Uncle Sam unbuttons his shirt, opens it up, and then sticks the medals directly into his skin, and then covers them with his fucking button That's, up again. Makes absolutely no sense. It was I, the dumbest shit. Like I've if you're ever gonna go seen. for the like, you're so hardcore and like you love America so much that you are gonna directly pin your war medals to your skin. Yeah. Dope. But then he literally <laughs> covers them up with his jacket. You can't even see them. Yeah. So like, why? Who fucking absolutely cares? Absolutely pointless. So. We also we also skipped one more thing where there's a guy on stilts in an Uncle Sam costume. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Uh, but this he, happens later. No, this is this is right before he kills the guy in the okay, graveyard. Okay, okay. So yeah. the first time he so when he kills the guy in the graveyard, he's wearing the Uncle Sam costume. Yeah, because he's and it's like this the Uncle Sam costume's kind of scary. It is. That's what I was legit I was going to say when we got to it is like I I feel like that's the best. Like it looks better than the poopy Poopy yellow-eyed. Poop, yellow, poopy. <laughs> I can't even say what I'm actually trying to say. So he, he, there's this guy and he's looking in this girl's window watching her undress, just uh, peeping, tomming her. Right, in his Uncle Sam costume with his stilts on. Yeah, so he tries to run away when the girl sees him. He trips and falls. No, he runs into a tree branch yep. and falls down and then Uncle Sam slowly walks up to him with like garden shears and says, good night and like, kills him it doesn't even show anything on this no it shows like i mean he just like cuts up the uncle sam costume to to size yeah it's it looks like it's like supposed to be creepy because he's walking up really slow like opening and closing these shears and it just doesn't does absolutely nothing yeah so then he shows up at the graveyard with the flag burners and the guy's taking a piss and he like sprays him in the face with spray paint or something yeah and he falls into Uncle yeah, Sam's they were grave. Yeah, painting graves. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he falls into Uncle Sam's grave. Uh, there's the first little, like, probably the first actual, like, I guess you would call it a gore shot here. He's got, like, a fractured femur or something, like a compound fracture. But it looks like a fucking, like, buffalo wing sticking out of his leg. <laughs> it does. It's like, like if you took a piece of cauliflower yeah. and put ketchup on it. <laughs> yeah. That is the best way to describe That's it. That's exactly what it looks like. So then Sam buries him alive. Yes. Uh, and then his friends come back looking for him, and, and Sam, like, lassos the guy around the neck. And conveniently, there's a flagpole yeah. right next mm-hmm. to him. So he, like, hoists him up the flagpole. And it. So this part was weird because I don't know if it snapped his neck or if the, the stuff, if, like, it, like, cut into his neck and killed him. Because he was just, like, 
being raised up and he was fine. Then all of a sudden he hits a point and there's like this noise and he's just like hanging there dead. I think at that point it snapped his neck. Which doesn't make any sense. It would strangle him before it snapped his neck. Yeah, I, none of this shit makes sense. It does, <laughs> zero sense at all. I mean, he hangs him from a flagpole. Yeah, yeah. With the... It's fucking fishing line. Yeah, yeah. It's legitimately not anything you could probably actually hang somebody with. Yeah, it's very... Th- it's like very thin whatever it is. Right. So... It's floss. Yeah, we, we have kind of like a little like rapid fire set of kills here. So then we cut to... The next day, there's a bunch of kids at the school. They're practicing for the uh, the Fourth of July festival that the town is putting on, right? And yeah. one of the kids that's that's acting in it can't find his hatchet, which for some reason it's a real yeah, fucking a real hatchet. hatchet. Yeah. Yeah. So the teacher's like, "I'll go get it. I'll the, go get it." The pussy ass teacher. Yeah. That coward goes in to look for it, and Uncle Sam's in the classroom. He hatchets it. Hatchets it. Hatchets it in the face. He hatchets it in the face, and the, you know, there's a decent little shot here of the teacher falling down. Always, oh, hatchet to the face is always good. So, see, this is one of those things where, like, that weird false patriotism comes in because this is almost like this guy got what he deserved because he protested because he protested the war, the war. and now this fallen soldier came back to stick a hatchet between his eyes. Right. So. That happens. Right. And again, like these are subjects that are bigger than Gorgab as far as whether or not the Vietnam War should have been protested. Yeah, yeah. So there's now we get we meet Barry Cronin, who's this little boy in a wheelchair who's got like all these facial scars. And this is kind of weird because the parents are like obviously like taking him out specifically so people feel sorry for him. They even say something about that, like everybody's going to feel sorry for what happened to you, you know? So they're taking him to the festival just so they can see. And it, basically right. he got fucked up by fireworks. It's never explained. No. And he's not like, he doesn't have burn marks on him. Yeah. Like, they, they almost look like cuts that have he does, he does have burn marks. It doesn't look like a burn though. But still he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what that part. What kind of firework either? incident makes you have to be in a wheelchair? The spinal fireworks. You gotta be careful with those, man. Some of them will just burrow into your spine. It makes literally no sense how you could be paralyzed by fireworks. You're saying you get like burned to death or like exploded, but like yeah. I literally don't understand how you could be paralyzed by a firework incident <laughs> that didn't really burn you that bad. No, I don't. It doesn't make any sense at all. Once again, one more thing that just doesn't make sense about this movie. So they walk. Barry, the parents walk Barry up to the 4th of July festival. Jody's there. He's friends with Barry. He comes over and talks to him. And then the mayor comes up and says, hey, this, this like Aaron Carter lookalike comes up and he's going to sing the national anthem and he just starts making sp- fun of America. It's one of the flag burners. Oh, is it? Is it, yeah, the, is it the third flag burner? Yeah, it's one of those guys. Yeah. So he does that. And then, so there's this really weird scene where Barry is sitting there in his wheelchair and Uncle Sam walks up to him and just cups his face (laughs) hello little boy he says so I wrote this quote down he says and it's so cryptic and fuck let me read it yeah okay it's so cryptic and weird man okay so just just like play like the national anthem in the background or something uh where is this quote here show me me it's right there right there okay I'm here to do what you want me to do. 
I'll make them all feel your pain. Even in darkness, you see me better than those with eyes. You know me. <laughs> so it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all for one thing like what, what the fuck is that what does it even mean I, I have no idea it's the most cryptic fucking thing I've ever heard it's not cryptic it's retarded <laughs> literally like this entire movie who, uh, what's the director's name uh William Lustig William Lustig Lustig what literally nobody nobody asked him why or what? No, there was like there, were, there was maniac? no there was no questioning of anything. Why? Why is the boy in a wheelchair? Like what? What does this mean when he says, "Even in darkness, you see"? I mean, he's blind. He's blind. <laughs> also blind. Yeah. So he was blinded, burned, and put and in a paralyzed. wheelchair. He's like paraplegic now from a, from fireworks. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't uh, make sense. No, none of it makes sense. It's infuriating. <laughs> So I don't even know. Never mind. I'm not even gonna go into it. So yeah, whatever. There, so for like this, there's an extended scene of like Uncle Sam walking around in like full Uncle Sam getup, just shaking people's hands and waving at them at the festival, <sighs> getting that patriotism. Yeah, yeah. So he does that for a while. We cut to this girl. Uh, she's cutting up like ribs for the festival. So she like decides she's gonna go smoke a fat J. Laser Cleaver down, walks off, and she gets caught by Detective Burke. And uh, he decides to get onto her, tells her to go back and help her mom at the festival. He pockets the joints. And then when she goes back, oh shit, the cleaver is gone. The cleaver gown. So now we cut to my favorite scene of the movie, the sack race. I'm shaking my head in total agreement. <laughs> so there's an extended sequence of... First of all, why in the fuck would anyone film a sack race for this long? There's like a solid it, like yeah, it's too long. There's a few minutes. It seems it's like again because no one said, "Hey, why do we have a two minute, three Bill. minute sack Bill. race scene?" What are you doing, Bill? It's like there was literally no like like he was the end all be all. Like there was just literally nobody keeping him in check. So. They just gave him money and let him do whatever he wanted to. Not much money. No. Granted, but still terrible. So the, the third graveyard flag burner is in the sack race, and he just starts, like, bumper car. Yeah, he's, like, bumper carring people and knocking them over. And he eventually, like, trips and rolls down. So this, this is fucking hilarious, dude. It was like a Chris Farley... Like, what movie? Is it Black Sheep? It's Black Sheep, yeah, where yeah. he's trying to get cell phone reception and he yeah. falls, like, and slides down that mountain. This is literally exactly what happened. <laughs> Maybe, Bla I wonder what came out first, because I think Black Sheep came out in 96. Uh, I'll look it up. Look that up right now. Yeah, I'll look it up while you continue. So, he, he, like, rolls down this hill for fucking ever. I mean, it's like a, <laughs> it's got to be like a 200-foot roll down this hill, so I mean, in the way he's falling, it looks like ninety six. Yeah. So we need we need official release dates here because right. maybe Black Sheep stole this from Uncle Sam. February second, nineteen ninety six. Black Sheep. Black Sheep. What's Uncle Sam's? And you know it was in post production longer than Uncle Sam. Oh yeah. So it was. Shot. I don't think there was post production. It was shot. But what it, that that scene in there's no way that that scene wasn't shot before Uncle Sam. 
What's that? What's that U.S. Relete date? Relete. Relete date. Uh, Relete. I need to know. Uncle Sam has a higher Rotten Tomatoes score than Black Sheep. Whoa! Wow. Double. It has exactly double the Rotten Tomatoes score. Black Sheep has twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and Uncle Sam has fifty six on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a fucking mind blower, man. That is a mind blower. I don't even. There's the release date is just nineteen ninety six Greece. <laughs> okay, so Uncle Sam does it didn't get an official release date. They just like trickled it out. No, but on VHS wherever. What would you? I mean, while we're here, what would you guess the budget is for Uncle Sam? Did you already look that up? No, I'd say like. Uh, oh man, I would say like two hundred thousand dollars. Two million dollars what oh no fucking way this is a two million dollar movie that is that is fucking crazy what's the black what's the budget on old black oh you know i'm already there 32 point oh that's box office 32.4 million let me look well uncle sam was straight to vhs so you don't have to worry about box office for that one black sheep just vaping into this mic for seth at Seth points. Listen, Seth. <clears throat> you can continue talking. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I was just vaping instead. So I don't know why I can't find a. Uh, like I, I can't find a budget for Black Sheep. Not important, but. <laughs> well, anyway, we that kind of proves that it doesn't prove anything. Actually, the whole point of us looking was to see if. Black Sheep stole this scene from... I'm going to just say that Black Sheep stole this scene from Uncle Sam. No, there's no way. <laughs> there's no possible way. You're right, because, I mean, Black Sheep... If, if it was came out in February, you said? Yeah, so that means yeah. it had to have been done shooting at least a year earlier. Yeah, probably, yeah. And so that means it was probably filmed in 94... Or I feel 95. Like, I feel like Uncle Sam probably had like a two-week turnaround. Right. I mean, they fucking shot that thing and pushed it out like a fat turd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's go back to uh, Aaron Carter rolling down this 200-foot drop. So, first of all, this fall looks like it would have, like, kill you. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, he rolls for so long that it looks like it would kill you. It's not even rolling. He's, like, ha- like doing handsprings down this fucking hill. <laughs> He gets to the bottom, jumps right back up. He's fine. Like nothing even happened at all. And then he starts hopping in his sack. Hop, hop sack again. Through an orchard of some sort. Uh, apples, maybe. And so there's, so I don't know if this part, I guess this kind of shows that Uncle Sam's supernatural because he like walks through and Uncle Sam's in the background between two trees walks by some more trees, Uncle Sam's there again, and then he walks by the next tree, and Uncle Sam's, like, right in front of his face. The first Uncle Sam looks different from the second Uncle Sam. Oh, they all look yeah. different, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a continuous shot, so it's obviously... Man, how'd they just, pull that shot off? It's just it's just different people dressed up as Uncle Sam, but they use different costumes. Well, dude, they're, they're built differently, and their masks look different, like yeah. all three of them. It's ridiculous. So he, Uncle Sam... He pulls the cleaver that he stole from the grill girl back and like swings it at Aaron Carter's head and it doesn't actually show any it like shows him bring it back and you hear like the sh- the thwack 
and then all of a sudden it's just Uncle Sam's holding his holding severed head. head. So that that was actually kind of cool that you know you had some nice like entrail stuff going on coming out of the bottom of the head, and that that's probably like the goriest yeah. thing in the whole movie because then it, it shows his headless body laying on the ground with blood pouring out everywhere and stuff. But other than uh, ketchup cauliflower. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Dude, I could I could literally shoot that exact same special effect right in like ten minutes. You I could just have go that up. Dig a hole in the backyard, and we could reshoot that. Right yeah, now. and it'd probably be better than yeah. the William ver the Bill version, the Billium, the Billium version. So we're back at the festival now. Uncle Sam sees Deputy Burke with his wife. Yep. Snap. He That's happening. Pissed. Yeah. So this part, Uncle Sam is shoot. He's doing one of those like carnival like BB gun shooter things and he steals the bb gun off of it so first of all what the fuck are you gonna it's do a, with a goddamn bb it's gun? a real gun it is not it's a 22 it is not a 22 yeah because he shoots that he shoots something in it like it it's made to like there's a scene where it shoots and it's definitely a real gun i don't believe it i mean in real life they don't have real guns but in the movie it's a real gun okay so they're just that stupid yeah in twin rivers north carolina yeah we're just going to assume it's North Carolina from now on. I'm good with it. So, nothing against North Carolina. Go, t- go Tar Heels. Yeah. <laughs> after after Uncle Sam steals the gun, uh, we see Sally find her boyfriend. So, Jody's mom finds her boyfriend with a gunshot wound in the head. So, he yes. killed him for one reason. <laughs> so, for some reason, Jody walks over and sees his mom's boyfriend sitting there and he's totally cool with him being dead because he says he's a crook yeah because he's a lawyer he's a lawyer so he's a crook yeah and i'm sure if he had seen a media outlet he would have called it fake news yeah oh yeah for sure well and there's a there's a random scene here there's this congressman that it shows a few times throughout the whole festival section of the movie and he's stoked about the murder because that means he can go on TV and talk about like justice and crime and punishment right. and yeah, stuff. It's just so TV time for him. Classic politician, you know. I even made a note here, you know, that there are no likable characters in this movie. Literally even the zero. kid yeah. fucking sucks, man. Except Isaac Hayes. So we're going back. We're getting down to like the the home stretch here. So we cut. It's nighttime. It's firework time, aka the big finale, yes. and. In two meanings. See what I did. See what I did there. I got you. Festival finale, movie finale, double finale. <laughs> yes. So um, Sally and Luis. This is where they decide they're gonna tell Jody that Uncle Sam was actually a piece of shit that not only abused his wife, but they hint at him raping his sister. Yes. When they were kids. Yes. Sexually abusing his sister. Yeah. So that. Uh, America! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a... So, Jody, at this point, I guess, finally decides, like... Oh. Uncle Sam's not so great. He's not a good First, guy. he argues with them and calls on them. He calls on liars, though. Yeah. He's like, yes. nah. And then just switches, which... That's the most unrealistic part of this movie. Yeah, is yeah. People with, like, beliefs that strong do not instantaneously... They just keep arguing, no matter how stupid they look. Yeah, yeah. On both sides. It doesn't matter what the subject is. Like, right. hard-headed people who are, like, 
100% in their beliefs and can't take anyone or anything else into consideration, we'll do that. And, yeah. And they won't, they won't flip-flop like Jody. So in real life, Jody's the pussy. <laughs> oh. Oh my, oh my god! Unplug that mic, dude. Just, Wrecked. Just walk out right now. I'll finish. I'll, I, I, I got the rest of this one, man. I wanted to murder that kid, and I just fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> so they they tell him this stuff about Uncle Sam. He flip flops on his feelings for Uncle Sam, and uh, then we get a quick little shot of Uncle Sam grab. For some reason, he decides he's gonna grab the girl at the grill that he stole the cleaver from, and he just shoves her face onto the grill. Yeah, dope. For, for fun, for funsies. For funsies. Yeah. Well, because she was using drugs. Oh, that is you cannot nope. smoke pot. No, no pot drugs. is illegal. Pot, <laughs> it's illegal. It's probably in the Constitution. Yeah, uh, the Declaration of Independence actually says, "Thou shall not smoke pot ever." Wait, is that the? T- that's like a commandment. It's you, probably a commandment, which is in the Declaration of Independence. It's like the eleventh secret commandment. Secret. Yeah, but I mean, we we put. In the Declaration of Independence, you know, this is a Christian nation, so we went ahead and put commandments from yeah God into the Declaration of Independence. That's a whole, that's a different podcast right there. If we're getting into that 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 area, okay, don't even don't even get me started on that shit. My bad. God damn it, man! I'm trying to talk about this terrible patriotic <laughs> movie right now. So they. Uh, Man, great segue back into it. So they like go. To, I did Saw it again. Dude, they, uh, <laughs> like oh, like so, bro. They like. That's, I'm just gonna start recording every podcast like that. Should. So they they. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna set off fireworks now. Yes. At the Fourth of July festival. They go up, they light up this big stage where the fireworks are set up, and oh shit, the congressman is up there, tied up, with fireworks strapped to his whole body. Hell yeah! And so Uncle Sam starts setting everything off, and this stuff's just like doing nothing to him at first. It's just like, there's like sparklers stuck to his chest. people are just like cheering, right? Yeah, they're like, woo, yeah, yeah! Yeah, so they're doing this, and... Uncle Sam turned everything on. <laughs> there's a, there's like a, oh, what am I trying to say, man? It's just like normal little tiny fireworks, and then all of a sudden, yeah, they're just like black cats. Yeah, and then Uncle uh, Burke, De- Deputy Burke, right. the guy, the cop, climbs up there, and he's like, gonna save the congressman and Uncle Sam. So this part fucking cracks me up, dude. Uncle Sam, like, has these two huge levers, and he, like, you know, like those levers you see people throw for, like, the electric chair in movies. He throws them both at the same time. Then everything just explodes. Like, they just... So, first of all, those levers were obviously there for the fireworks. Uncle Sam didn't rewire shit. Right. He just threw the firework lever, so it was, like, coincidence that they just happened to blow up and kill this guy? Didn't he... I thought he slams, like, a... Stabs him with an American flag. Oh, we're getting there. That's why That's why I said this was hilarious. Okay. So he throws the, the switches. Everything blows up. Burke gets hit by the, the backdraft. Right. And he backflips down this big hill. Somehow, Uncle Sam gets a flag on a huge pole with a sharp point on it, runs all the way over to where Burke is falling down the hill, 
and sticks this fucking pole through his back as he's like flying off of this hill. Dope. It shows there's a couple cool little shots of it like sliding through his chest and there's like gore just like pouring out of him and stuff. And then it shows him stuck on the pole with like his entrails like hanging off the end of it and stuff. So my God, you if you touch that flag to the ground you burn it, but you can fucking ram it through somebody, and that's perfectly fine. <laughs> if you burn a flag, Uncle Sam will fuck you up, but he's definitely going to use it to kill Americans. Yeah, then he's going to kill you with the flag for not being patriotic enough. So we we kind of missed a part here where Barry, the kid in the wheelchair, tells Jody that he knows who the guy killing people is and that it's Jody's Uncle Sam, right? For some fucking reason... Crowder, Isaac Hayes' character, and Jody go back to Jody's house to see if Uncle Sam is in the fucking coffin. There's a, there's a dude walking around killing people, and they decide they want to go back to the house and make sure that it's Uncle Sam. Right. Which makes absolutely no fucking sense at all. Like, why would you even do that? Assume. And then they, so they get back there, and they find... So basically, I think the whole thing was just so they could show uh, the sexual predator sergeant that's fucking the grieving wives yep. dead, dead. In, yep. the in the coffin. Which it never showed him dead. That was all off screen. We just... <clears throat> yeah, that's that's when you find killed. out. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just... when you find out that he's actually dead. Which is fine. So, they send Barry home. Crowder's like, go home, kid. Get the fuck out of here or whatever. They go over to uh, Louisa's house. I guess uh, they do not... Yeah, I guess they don't live together. Yeah, see, yeah, they go to yeah, her house. Yeah, it's a separate yeah, house, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they go over there, tell her, you know, hey, you're in danger. Your husband is uh, back from the dead, basically. It just makes it even worse that the body's at his, sis- his sister's Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking okay. sense. Is it anyway, because that's his... Next nope, of kin, nope. but it would yeah, be but, his wife. Yeah, his wife would be his next of kin. It doesn't make... It doesn't make any no, sense. No, it doesn't. It was stupid. So they go over to uh, to Louisa's house, Crowder and Jody do, and tell her she's in trouble, blah, 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 blah. Crowder calls the police, and while he's on the phone with the police, he looks over and sees Uncle Sam's mask sitting in the kitchen Hell yeah. next to him. So Sam comes out, he, tells, he basically tells Crowder, like, you're the one that made me this way, and Crowder says, you never fought for your country. You killed for the love of killing. You're nothing. Just die. And then he promptly gets thrown through a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great cut, like delivery of a line, and then just straight cut to getting your ass kicked. Yeah, next scene, he's flying through like a full blown, like sheetrock wall, like landing next to There's no way there weren't any studs in that wall. Absolutely not at all. He (laughs) would have just, he would have probably, if thrown with that much force, he would have died instantly. So. Sam comes out and like, I don't know, he, Jody tells Crowder to go get the cannon, which the cannon I don't think was ever referenced or seen before now, Yeah, was they it? fired it at that 4th of July parade. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, with, no, I remember now. With the hatchet. Yeah. yeah, so he goes and gets the fucking cannon and hitches it to the back of his truck. I would also like to note that people who own cannons, who like to fire cannons for like patriotic celebrations and sporting events, yeah, they're not shooting cannonballs. They right. don't. They don't shoot anything. No, no. It's like a firework. Well, okay. First of all, okay. So let's talk about what happens right here. Right. He brings the thing back, the cannon back, 
uh, Jody tricks Uncle Sam into coming outside with him by like telling him he's gonna like help him, let him school. kill him so he can join him in the patriotic afterlife or <laughs> whatever is going on. Yeah. So Jody walks outside with him. Crowder's got this this cannon set up and he fires it off. First of all, it's a fucking cannon that shoots giant balls of lead. Yes. Secondly, that, not not only are they giant balls of lead. They explode on impact. That, that's the, what I was going to say. <laughs> they're explosive shells. That's what I was going to say. He's shooting these giant solid balls of lead and this whole house explodes it, when yeah, he shoots it with it. They're like artillery shells, even though yeah. cannonballs <laughs> are don't, not. don't do that. <laughs> the only gunpowder involved is what propels the cannonball. Right. So it hits him. He goes, you know, Uncle Sam. Oh, oh Uncle Sam's dead, whatever. He's not. He comes back out of the house on fire. There. This is... The most drawn out scene. Because basically like <clears throat> Jody's running from Uncle Sam and they're trying to lo- reload the cannon to shoot again. Yeah. And it is literally it's almost it's longer than the hopsack scene. Oh yeah. It takes it's, forever. It's, it's like, like slow mo. It's like four minutes of Jody falls down and then it's there's crawling like a, away. It's crawling away, and then there's a cut to Uncle Sam and then a cut. To Isaac Hayes trying to load the cannon. All He's trying to those, light the wick or whatever. All three of those cut like back and forth to each other for like three or four it minutes. It feels like forever. It takes so long. So they he finally gets it lit. It shoot it hits Uncle Sam directly this time, and he goes flying back into the house and it fucking explodes again. There's a, a second explosion. Like maybe the first time it was like, oh yeah, it hit like a a gas line and it caused a spark like the lead going through the hitting the pipes caused a spark which caused the explosion but the second time it's already exploded man <laughs> it's not going to happen again it's not going to explode two different times so basically that's how the movie ends there's a qu- there's a quick scene at the end that makes no fucking sense yeah it shows Jody burning all of Uncle Sam's stuff and then he turns around and he looks at his mom and he like kind of smirks and there's this like really ominous like music and then the screen like shatters like glass. Yeah, so like I don't know if that was like meant to be like he was just hidden and he's actually still a piece of shit. He's still patriotic as fuck, yeah. I don't know, man. I just figured what the the whole thing is like just like a dream that Bill O'Reilly has. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were gonna, <laughs> I thought you really had figured something out no, for no, a second. No. I was like like patiently waiting. It's just a lucid dream of Bill O'Reilly where he gets to kill people who don't love America. Uh, and, dude, I and I, hate I really taxes. I was really waiting for like your legit amazing explanation <laughs> for what happened at the end of the movie and so no, it's still just really stupid. It yeah. just ends No, yeah, they, I mean terribly. I don't think I don't think I could actually think of any like way to tie it all together. Basically Sam's dead, America's dead. Movie over. Yeah. Is how it happens. So, Let's jump right into this here. What is your rating? I'm going to give this one a shitty rating. I'm just going to tell yeah, you. Two right out of now. ten. Total? Total. One enjoyability, one gore? Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe two enjoyability. Okay, maybe a three. 
That's really? A, that's on the nice side. No, I'm going. I'm going two enjoyability, one gore, for a total of three. This is the lowest movie. I think this is the yeah. lowest we've ever rated. Anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is not good. It was a pile of junk. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was. It was Listen, I've seen worse movies. Yeah, I mean, we always go back to Carnosaur. Listen, I watched this movie twice in one week. If it was that, I mean, it couldn't have been bad. And you know, like well, Carnosaur, for example, couldn't get through it once. We watched it and literally stopped ten minutes into recording. But see, so. like, I feel like I could give that like a great enjoyability score because that was one of the best giggle fits I've ever had when we watched Carnosaur. <laughs> yeah. Was that the T-Rex that looked like a fucking a yeah. big like yes, it puppet? Was, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was hysterical. Yeah, it was yeah. like a Hot Wheel running from a stuffed T-Rex. That is exactly what it was, yeah. Uh, so. so yeah, I mean not, not a good movie by any standard. My only recommendation is don't watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's not one that I would be like, that I would tell someone like, dude, you gotta see Uncle Sam. It's like, it's because it's not like bad funny and it's not like gory good. No. Yeah, I mean, it's just not. (laughs) It's none of, none of the above, man. It's just not even, not even worth checking out. No. I, like, it, it's because it has like, it definitely has like a serious tone. Yeah, yeah. Of like the director thought he was making a masterpiece. And it's not. And it, yeah, definitely not. Whatever the opposite of that is. Carnosaur. Yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's not a good movie. Just don't watch Uncle Sam. Yeah, just, I just ignore. Watch Black Sheep. Yeah, if you're. <laughs> if you're looking for a movie, I mean, there's some like. If you're going to watch, if you're looking for a movie with a great tumble down a hill. And well, and there's like political stuff in it because his brother's running for office yeah, yeah. he's on the campaign trip i mean yeah you know watch that don't watch this both came out in the same year if you're looking for something from 1996 <laughs> to watch black sheep all choose the way. black sheep over uncle sam definitely so anyway that's gonna do us do us deuce that's gonna do us that's gonna do us for this episode of gore gab deuce check us out twitter on twitter at Gorgab Podcast. At Gorgab Podcast. You can email us at gorgab1985 at gmail.com if you have any. Dude, we have not gotten a single fucking email. Nope. Except for when we're emailing each other stuff. Yeah. On the Gorgab email. That's it. And I email and I email Brennan from the Scream 101 podcast all the time. Yeah, but nobody else talks to us. No, it's okay. Well, people talk to us on Twitter. Yeah. But there's yeah. a guy I wanna I wanna throw a shout out. Out there right now, there's this guy. He has a Twitter. It's a cryptic TV. He comments. He like likes every fucking post. He is. He's a, he's a fan of the show. So the dude. So thank you for that. Yes, my that's, friend. That's nice. We we enjoy the engagement. Yes, for sure. So hit us up on social media somewhere. We leave might us, start an Instagram one day. Leave Who us knows? a review on the iTunes podcast. Yeah, hit store. up the, hit up that iTunes store and fucking. Give us a review. We've got six up there. Six. Six. Dang. Six solid reviews. Yep. Six solid reviews. So hit us up. Let us know what you think. Give us movie recommendations. Talk about the movies with us. We're down for every bit of that. Yep. So catch me in two weeks. I'll be back here with Mnut. We're going to do House on Haunted Hill from 1999, which scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in years and years, so I'm really excited. 
to watch this movie. I'm excited to listen. I, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> so catch us next time for stuff. And remember that if it ain't red, white, and blue, it's skewed. It sucks. Oh. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Okay. Hi, I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And we're the co-hosts of Scream 101, which is your premier podcast for horror movie reviews. Tell me more. Every month, we watch four horror movies based around a certain theme, like vampires, aquatic horror, 70s proto-slashers. Just different genres. Okay. I'm a huge horror nerd. He is. Sergio is not so much. Everything you tell me goes in one ear and out the other. But he's a very nice young man, and he's willing to come along this journey with me. And we can give you our two different perspectives and hopefully a couple laughs along the way. That's the dream or the plan. Come with us on this journey of joy. (laughs) On this never-ending tale. On this season of Scream 101. Find us on podpeople.me.